Welcome to another episode of the Wrestling Fantasy Booking Institute. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, what's going on, man? How are you? I, the the song messes me up because there's a tempo change in the middle of that. <laughs> it is. It's so weird. <laughs> it starts out a little so fast and then it slows, slows down for and no then it, reason. Then it then it I don't it, it's a it's a gradual tempo increase. Like it goes like it goes from from one twenty down to ninety and then ninety six and then hundred and eight and then back yeah, by the end you're back up to one twenty. Blame Apple. It's got some sort of algorithm when I made that thing that it's like, oh, let's change the tempo on this shit. Well, and maybe it's just to make it different from other people so that we can't get, you know, yelled at. But that already happened. Yeah, it happens. We that get guy's yelled a tool. at. But also joining us from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, hey, it goes good. Not too shabby, not too shabby. I don't know. Same old on my end. Nothing new. Nice to see your face not right next to the camera like it was while we were talking before the show. That's because we were talking before the show and I didn't give a shit how <laughs> you looked at me. Oh, what? yeah. What? What? <laughs> oh, what? why is it the red light? Jesus. Hold on. <laughs> it's got to be Kane! <laughs> I was gonna make hey. a uh, Bray Wyatt the Fiend Hell in a Cell joke there. Yeah, this looks like. Oh my gosh! You in the cell? Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be Roxanne. You don't have to wear that red dress tonight, okay? Roxanne. So you know a lot about prostitutes? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't actually. Speaking of prostitutes. Go ahead, DA Fabe. You gonna you gonna uh, try to take up that offer? Right. I don't even I don't even know how to how to fantasy book that. <laughs> Holy crap! Fantasy book your co-starring with Sunny. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I mean. <laughs> Do it, do it, do Props it. Props to everybody with a it. 90s fantasy. <laughs> oh. But, That's crazy. Uh, if you're new to this show, the Fantasy Booking Institute is pretty simple. Um, we take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss their challenges in advance because we think it's more fun to surprise people and catch them off guard. And sometimes that bites us in the ass and sometimes it doesn't, but uh, we continue to do it because we're sadists, apparently. <laughs> That's uh, legit, Sonny. I, I got a little bit too real right there. <laughs> Um, Before we get into the fantasy booking, I'd like to take this time to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So uh, if you want to, in the little doobly-doos down there, there's a link to tatnusco.com. You can click on that and head on over to tatnusco.com and see all the other shows in the network. Uh, Give them all a listen. Tell Tatnus we sent you. And then come back here to listen to more stuff in the future. Yeah. Also, from the, uh, from the future, we're we're telling them stories in the, the future. future. I said in the future, and yeah, from uh, the future was better. That'd be interesting. And uh, we're we're coming from the future. 
Ooh. Marty, we have to get you back to 1985. Um, <laughs> uh, this is Boy, be a this long show, show is off the rails already. Holy I can already shit. tell you it's going to be a Just long started. show. Also, make sure to click that like button, uh, which will be somewhere down there. Um, the share button to send it to your friends. And make sure to subscribe if you're following us on the live stream. We are live streaming this right now on YouTube and Facebook. So you can go to our Raw and Order WBU Facebook page or our YouTube page and check us out yeah. there. Uh, you can leave us comments during the show and all that stuff. But if you're subscribed... Or follow us on on the social media on the on the Facebook. You get notified as soon as we go live, so you don't miss miss a beat on this. Um, otherwise, I was like, who the hell posted something? And I'm like, oh yeah, we're live. Yeah, we're live. It just lets us know. <laughs> um, but that way, you don't miss a beat on it and everything. And then you can join us in the comment section and let us know what you think about our fantasy booking. Um, so that's a great thing. We still post them in audio format. So if you are old school like that and prefer the podcast you'll still get that option there but we'd love to see you guys come to the live stream as well uh plus you get to look at our beautiful mugs oh, ah! eh. Eh. i don't know if that's a selling point future sunny co-stars right here the two of you not me I'm no married. Yeah, just married. just da vincent kayfabe the only co-star <laughs> And it just works. The only co-star from Raw Order WBU going to OnlyFans, and that's the only way we do it. We'd accept that offer. Only way. Yes, sir. I would accept that offer under any uncertain circumstances. I can yeah. look. At, I can think of her in the nineties. Yeah, I think I, I think it's one hundred percent there, one way or another. You've got to submit that application now. I mean, can I can I get to <laughs> submit that application? Can I can I can I get maybe I don't know like a like a um, an STD test from her first? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that will be done. I think that's a I, dude as as dirty as she probably is. I'm sure she would want you to get checked as well. So yes. So then you're good. I, I would do it, bud. And then you can go on to our, and then you can go on to the podcast, and we'll have an exclusive of how Sunny was. Is it? It's not an actual porn video, though, right? It's just kind of like some sh- kind of shoot or something. I'm pretty sure it's going to be porn. I'm pretty sure it's, it's on her OnlyFans. So um... I'm gonna. Here's what I'm. Here's the other piece. I'm gonna guess to this. Um, I'm gonna guess that that it's gonna have to be somebody more attractive than yours truly. Um, and she's looking for both guys and girls to co-star with her for some pics and videos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you reading it? Wow. I'm on ringside news. Okay. I, uh, yeah. One of the commenters like, wonder if the Hulkster is willing to drop the third leg. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> is her thing Lilo and Stitch? What's her OnlyFans? I wouldn't probably see anything anyways. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure not. you can just look up Timmy and Stitch. Yeah. Is it like Lilo and Stitch, though? Because I got like a Lilo and Stitch OnlyFans here. But no faces. So I am unaware. Not it. Don't know. Either I mean, who she announced it on her Twitter, so you could probably find her on Twitter. That's uh, valid. First. 
<laughs> you said Twitter. <laughs> for, All right, for let's not advertise out there, for her anymore. It's it's under Tamara Sitch. Uh, uh, with with then uh, in in parentheses Sunny, because you know you might not for know. Sure. Ooh, ooh, maybe uh, uh, maybe she that, still has uh, WWE, unless this is not hers. WWE Hall of Famer Sunny, probably not her though. Don't think this is her. Uh, um, uh, for her Twitter, yeah, um, it might be because she is legitimately a WWE Hall of Famer, uh, uh, okay. and so being in the Hall of Fame does allow you to say you're in the Hall of Fame. She charges oh, twenty seven okay. bucks a month for her. And it, no, no, no. It says for thirty one days though. Thirty one days. You get that extra day. <laughs> That is crazy. That's only in January, March, May, October, July, February. August. You get screwed. Yeah, February, you definitely. Which get I guess screwed. is fair because she's getting. Uh, uh, wow, OnlyFans really gives you no freebies. Look at that joke. <clears throat> By default, the creator on OnlyFans apparently gets to decide what what is <laughs> members only and whatnot. Boy, uh, I'm the one bro, supposed she's... to be trying to do this. One of you's reading the Twitter page, the other one's reading the OnlyFans page. Bro, she's getting being a wingman. I'm trying to get you in. I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out. She's getting better with age, and she loves puppies. How 90s can you get? Somewhere, Jerry the King Lawler is going puppies. Oh my God, Jerry the King Lawler is going to do that with her. <laughs> uh, uh. I would pay not to see that. <laughs> so, all um, I'm saying. But on that note, let's HBK, get into the... if you're looking for some more sunny days, because I got yelled at for making the bread joke earlier. <laughs> Damn right you did. Bret Hart had nothing to do with that. Yeah, Bret Hart, come to his aid, JLB. You, <laughs> Bret Hart needs someone on his side, apparently. Damn, Skippy. Who better than JLB? I keep drinking my my cup like this because I'm hoping Raisin Cane sponsors us someday. Maybe Natty can do it for him. Who knows? She's she's not randomly in the money in the bank. Yeah, well, (laughs) maybe it's because she suddenly doesn't have a a program to work on on TV anymore. Since they took Mandy Rose and fucked her off down to NXT. Why is in the middle honest? of a feud. So dumb. That, that really didn't make any sense at all. Because they know like, no one would want to see Dana Brooke down in NXT. No, 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 no. Just, I mean, she could do both, I guess. But it looks like she's going to take some sort of, like, leader role. Because I feel like she said something backstage in one of the NXT segments. And it was kind of like... Things are going to change around here or something like that. Anyways, we will get into the fantasy booking since that's what you guys clicked on this for. So uh, I always open up the fantasy booking challenges to everyone else first to see if they want to go first or if they want me to go first. So any takers? I'm going to be a dick. I'll go first. Okay. Well. Getting practice in for the sunny. I get it. Be a dick. <laughs> um, 
So uh, we're we're obviously very 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 blessed that um, that uh, Sunny's gonna, no I'm not going to do anything with Sunny that's horrible that's so <laughs> horrible um, fantasy book your fantasy was Sunny no no fantasy book D A Fabes video Chris with Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris Candido returning to Sunny anyway. So wow. first off, we start with a wide shot uh, to establish, <laughs> and then we're going to move into some close-ups. Hold on. And- stop. Hold on. Stop, Hold on. Stop, it's got to start. It's got to start with the Cactus Jack Chris Candido uh, monologue speech that he did, where he rhymed Candido with Cheetos. It was like a um, what do you call it? It was uh, an SMW Southern Championship Wrestling or something. So, it's the most hilarious nope, monologue. It's, it's going to be a wide shot, but then you see that uh, Sunny is uh, trying to get something out of her dryer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, high step wrestler! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm stuck what are in you the doing? dryer, step wrestler. Oh, Give me one second. Oh my gosh. Uh, you... Whoa! Well, at least you turned your camera off. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Ooh, one I second. should do the challenge. Okay. So we all know that like everybody in wrestling is having babies. They're all babies are having babies, and wrestlers are having babies, and everybody's having babies, right? Okay. I want you to book the Third generation, two wrestlers, baby, push, 15 years from now. 15 so years doing? from now? Oh, shit. That's going to make them really young if we use any of the current wrestlers. So we got to use... 20 years. 25. I don't care. Take your time frame. Book how they get to push. That's what you do. Well... Do the parents... Here... Is it like Dominic where the parents come in and help push? Is it natural for for a wrestler, like a particular wrestler's kid, you know, Seth and Becky's kid. Is that is that a natural move? Um or Cody and, and Brady's kid. Okay, uh, daughter. Yeah, you, yeah, you can you can quit giving examples because you're gonna get through all of the kids right now if you keep doing it. Um, well <clears throat> here okay I'm gonna go you're ahead You're gonna pick whatever kid you want. Yes. I am going to go ahead and well, there's not that many kids right now, so that's why I'm saying quit throwing out examples, man. Um, I'm Ironically, go ahead. you can you can also make your own kid, like okay. <laughs> um, the the kids are already made for for what works for me. Okay, uh, because the the feud has been written already, right? Because you've got Cody, who's the golden child of of AEW who's uh, executive vice president Cody, who everyone thinks uh, books himself to win matches and all of that stuff. And then you've got um, currently the rebel uh, character in AEW, John Moxley, both of whom happen to have kids literally within weeks of each other, right? Both of them daughters, right? So in 20 years, let's say, both of them are going to be basically the same age and come from wrestling lineages. So uh, the storyline already writes itself. You've got Cody's daughter as the princess, as the Stephanie McMahon uh, 
in in AEW because of course AEW is going to still exist in twenty years. No, not me. Um, and then you've got the rebel who shows up at Double or Nothing twenty forty one. Uh, in the middle of the main event match, and well, DDT, Co- Cody's daughter, Liberty, um, right on top of the big stack of of playing chips uh, on the set, uh, and declare her the new number one contender for uh, the championship. Um, and then there's going to be, of course, a feud back and forth between them because you came into my daddy's promotion. Uh, and, and then we've got an authority figure in Princess Liberty versus, I I actually don't know what John Moxley's daughter's name is, so, um. Stage name, Jonna. Yeah, I'm going to say Jane Moxley. That works. Mm -hmm. Or, um. Jane Moxley Paquette. Nah, she's going to go just by Mox. Maria Moxley. Hmm. I don't know, but so that that's that there is a feud that could last a couple pay per views right there, and talk about long term booking. They've already started it, so you know the feud twenty years in the making. So that's my booking. Sorry, I'm having my supper. So, go on. All right. That's did fair. you hear the challenge, JLB? I did. Okay. Make two kids that have just been born, or I can make my own kid and have them either do something in the wrestling business twenty years from now. Um, immediately, you what can I go thought longer. It can be twenty five years. It can be thirty years if you want to use you know Trips's kids and and uh, Seth and and Becky's kid. You know whatever. That's fair. So what I was actually going to do is I was thinking of the female shield. We have Moxley's kid. Uh, daughter with Seth's daughter come in to WWE. She doesn't go the AEW route. She, in fact, goes to the WWE. 20 years from now, Vince has a heart, or Triple H took over, and Triple H has a heart and would really like to right their wrongs for what they did to Moxley, and they are going to be giving him, like, the female shield. Uh, Roman's kids, I don't know if Roman has any daughters, but I feel like they'll be older, though, obviously. So um, might as well bring one of Roman's daughters into it, and she'll definitely be the leader. Meanwhile, you have Rebel, Rebel Locks Mox, What's her name's going to be? Rebel Loxmox uh, there. And then Seth Rollins will be the the Manette. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Rue. Her name's Rue. So, yeah, I think that would be fun. You would have like a female shield down the line. And kind of like what they did almost with Evolution, but it being all second generation superstars. Uh, I guess aside from Roman, because that's just generation. FYI, John Moxley's daughter's name is Nora. I had to look. Oh, so Nora. All right, mm-hmm. that's fair. That's uh, all right. Interesting. So yeah. So for uh, one of you, it's Nora Moxley, and for the other one, it's Nora Ambrose. 
Got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just, just would be an dope. FYI, that would make sense. FYI, Roman Reigns does have at least one daughter, uh, but um, that was back in 2008, so she's like 13 now, so she'd be a little older. But mm. he did have a set of twins in 2020, and uh, it, it the Wikipedia page does not state genders on them, so I don't know. Bastards. Okay. They're that's fair, but yeah, I think that's the only way you got a female shield going on, though. Because 20 years from now, you definitely know they're going to rehash a shield thing. It's going to be more than enough, to, maybe even before 20 years. But um, yeah, I think that would be the perfect way to do it. If any of the wrestlers' daughters do get into the business, you have the female version of the shield. And I'm all for it. Well, that would be a fun time. And I you essentially... Build them the same way. <coughs> I'm astonished neither of you went with a new blood hostile takeover, taking the company away from from Trips's kids slash uh, Dominic Mysterio's faction because they'd be in their mid thirties. Dominic, Dominic, be, hell, he'd be like forty three, yeah, forty two, yeah, damn. New Blood Hostile Takeover. Dominic's been world champion six times by this point. Sorry. <laughs> why would I? Why would I fantasy book this ever? No. Dominic is not going to be in my WWE yeah. in the next five years. Got to wash that down with some of my raisin canes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag still not sponsored. It was oh. easy, but it was fun. It, 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 I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make you guys have to think about the current situation. Just build for the future, fellas. Build for the future. Okay. Ryback's daughter comes in and pitches <sighs> new I, shield to I WWE. I, I think I need some more uh, to talk. <laughs> well, you know, Ryback. It was Ryback's idea to come up with the shield. It was. Was it? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. really. We, we don't we don't need him involved in the second one. Vince Vince knows how to milk a dead horse, and at this rate, <laughs> Vince is still going to be around in twenty years. Probably. I can't. I can't wait for Brooke Hogan's blood. NWO. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's yep. going to be Bully Ray's son. <laughs> I could definitely see it. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Aces Aces and Eights meets up with a mortal, has a baby. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. So JLB, you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? I'll go next. Okay. So guys, there is rumors that there is going to be a big star, more bigger than Andrade and or more Alistair Black coming to WWE, uh, AEW. Now, I would like you to book this new star. However, I would like you to book, I would like you to book this new star coming from a current promotion that they're actually in. I don't want to hear no CM Punks. I don't want to hear no Daniel Bryans. 
I want to see like an invasion type of style. One books WWE, one books Impact. I got Impact. Okay, you go ahead and do Impact while I debate on WWE because it's Moose. I'm done. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's Moose draped in gold. Moose comes That's in. What? He he beat Moose. So um, I'll I'll book the whole story. So Sammy Callahan loses to uh, Ma, to uh, Kenny Omega. Moose continues to work with uh, with uh, Impact to try and build the Impact brand and gets his next. Um, title shot. Scott Demore awards him a, a title shot, and it's in a it's in a steel cage or or something where where there can't be interference. And so Moose gets the win this time, and Moose turns around and attacks Kenny Omega in his match with uh, with uh, Hangman Page, and. So it, it causes Hangman to get the win, but Hangman's pissed off. So now there's a number one contenders match between Moose and Hangman, and Moose gets the AEW title. So Moose starts being the one who's draped in gold. It's Moose. Nice. It's Moose. It's Moose. Let me say it in Moose's voice. It's Moose. Yep, that's well done. Sorry. Okay, well, I suppose that leaves me, but I'm still... Uh... Still kind of debating in terms of uh, since I'm stuck with WWE now. Well, uh, speak faster, fool. Because I, I wasn't going to go WWE. You... Who were you going to go with in, in AEW? We'll do both of them. I can do WWE too. Yeah, I, I, I was going to do uh, coming from New Japan, Kazuchika Kata. He didn't say New Japan. He said WWE um, or AEW. That's my point. Or, uh, Impact. I, I, that's my point. Is I he said coming from their uh, coming from a current promotion, and I was going to oh. go that. And then he said one of you takes Impact and one of you takes WWE, and I wasn't going to do either of those. So <laughs> then when when he made that change in things, now I've got to go back to the drawing board and decide. Because frankly, right now in WWE, I. That's why I wanted originally WWE, but then I'm like, okay, I'll give someone else I, another brand. I don't, I don't know who in currently in WWE would be bigger than Andrade, really. Seth. Um, Seth, maybe. That was kind of one of the first that went through my head. Um, I guess if if you hit like, uh, if if you if you really want to do the bigger than and and play it off that way, then you say um, it's Bobby Lashley. Wearing the WWE title belt, showing up on AEW TV. You hear that? Mm. Um, but but in terms of like, here's what it comes down to: in in terms of current WWE stars that fit in AEW, and that's where it really comes down to: is that fit? Like Roman but that's Reigns. AEW is not going to take Lashley. Yeah, AW's not going to take Lashley. They're probably not going to take like, a Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't fit their their style. Even even uh, Drew McIntyre, who spent time on the Indies and really honed it, he's he's very much a WWE product in terms of the way he presents himself, the way he wrestles, all of that stuff. So it's tough. That's why that's why Daniel Bryan's the top of most people's um, 
speculation on this is Grand Metal League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, too bad they cut Sin Cara. It was totally going to be him. <laughs> um, so, cu- coming from current WWE, I, I'm going to have to go with Seth. Seth is is the only one that I think can wrestle. Um, I mean, that's that's bigger than Andrade. That's the big thing. I mean, there's there's enough people in in AEW that could wrestle. You don't think Cesaro's bigger than Andrade? I would say uh, Cesaro's bigger than Andrade. I, or Kofi. I, I Kofi oh, maybe, but Kofi I don't think fits an AEW style. What? Anyway. Uh, he is such a product of the WWE. His whole his whole presentation, his whole ring style, and all of that stuff. Uh, he is such a product of that, and that's where I have I have a thing with. But uh, Seth, having come from the Indies, um, and how I feel about that. Oh, you're wrong. Well, you can book Kofi in in AEW all you want. <laughs> to me, Kofi's whole in ring presentation is it's it's why Matt Cardona didn't really stick with AEW. It's because his ring style and all that is so WWE. Um, and that's why Seth, having having come from outside WWE first, uh, fits. That's why an Aleister Black can work so well, because they cut their teeth outside WWE. All right. um, uh, and that's why, you know, Cesaro theoretically could. I just, aside from... And I'm choosing my words carefully here. Um, aside from internet wrestling marks, Cesaro doesn't have that bigger than Andrade. The internet wrestling marks, like me and you, all think he's fucking phenomenal, right? But when you when you talk about bigger than Andrade, Andrade brought something to AEW, and I I think uh, it's easy for three white guys like us to underestimate this. But Andrade brought something to AEW that none of their previous major acquisitions did, and that's a Latino market. Um, Andrade is so. Just forget about Santana, Santana and uh, Ortiz. Jesus, uh, he and he going brought, in. They they brought some, um, but Santana and Ortiz coming from Impact is not Andrade's level. Andrade in Mexico was one of the top. Like, there's Rey Mysterio and Andrade. You know what I mean? Well, uh, no, there was another guy. He now wrestles in the PWL, Prison Wrestling League. Yeah. He, he's, he's out right Albert, now. Albert um, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, I mean, Andrade flat out said in an interview this week. And the Lucha Brothers. Like, whoa. They're, they're fairly up there as well, so I'll get that. But my point is, is Andrade brought in not just the Latino audience, but WWE. And so that's where it's a, a mesh, right? Santana Ortiz brought in Latinos. Uh, um, Lucha Brothers brought in Latino. But, but Andrade brought in both Latinos and WWE fans. He, he brought in all of this. And that's where Cesaro doesn't bring that. Cesaro brings WWE fans, but doesn't bring another large group. Um, Seth Rollins brings in more WWE fans because he's more popular, um, but he and the independent wrestling fans and all that. So that's he's like the next best. Um, you know, Ricochet would fit in AEW very well. I really hope to see it someday in AEW. But he doesn't bring more than Andrade, and that's why it's tough. 
that's why Daniel Bryan is the one that comes is because Daniel Bryan is is more than WWE. He is effectively a wrestling legend, right? Uh, you know, his time on the indies is spoken about in hushed tones by people to this day. I still have that. I still have my tape of the Daniel Bryan versus whatever match from 2008. You know what I mean? And and so that's why he's the number one. So if you're, I'm limited to current WWE active wrestlers, it's going to be Seth. He's the best option out of them. Uh, so he's the one who comes over to to AEW and shows up. Um, I I you know. He's not gonna come over wearing a belt. Um, he it's gonna be one of those surprise things. Now, the real thing would be if he brought his wife over as well. If it was Seth and Becky showing up in one shot, that would be just internet wrestling community explodes. Well, and, and in all all fairness, we did kind of shit on women there because at the end of the day in my division Diana Perrazzo is probably as big as Andrade and bigger for women's wrestling and Becky is bigger than Andrade and mm-hmm. Aleister Black mm-hmm. maybe so bigger than Sasha. Seth I would say so Sasha Sasha, Sasha. Sasha. Sasha might yeah. too yeah um Though Smarks will tell me that that Charlotte doesn't fit the mold, she is the bigger. She's the bigger. One hundred percent fits fits the mold of bigger than Andrade. Yes, she just doesn't, doesn't fit, fit the, mold the mold of, of AEW wrestling. Yes. yes, yeah. Um, now, if she went over, I mean, then she's with her husband, so you know mm-hmm. that's a plus. That um, and, I mean, she kind of fits the mold. That's pretty much Britt Baker, right? It's it's about in ring style. Uh, Charlotte Flair is one hundred percent a WWE product. Yeah, and, um, and if if we if we don't piss all over NXT at the same time, um, Adam Cole pulls this off. Um, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly does, but Adam Cole does. I, um, at, Kyle O'Reilly doesn't because he's not bigger than Andrade. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's why a, I say that. Adam you know. Cole is Gargano is. Um, Killer Cross. Maybe. If it was Gargano and Larray at the same time, it would be another one of those internet wrestling minds blowing moments. But. Um, Killer Cross maybe. Um, Smojo would be. Smojo. You, you're right. For main roster WWE, the strongest single male for that pull across would be Seth. I mean, and like I say, I mean, if AEW were to get Roman Reigns out of all this stuff and have him show up, it would be a massive explosion on the internet wrestling community. They would be like, Roman Reigns on something other than, but I don't think, and I, we've said before, I think Roman Reigns gets a bad rep amongst wrestling fans. He puts on, puts on decent performances he knows how to get heat or pop from the crowd. The crowd legitimately likes him. All that stuff. Uh, the internet wrestling community likes to dog on him, but but he legitimately gets pop and gets re- the reaction that he wants. 
Um, and if he showed up in AEW, it would be a huge get. But his wrestling style is not the style of AEW. It's very much a WWE style. So, so that's why Seth is the best option. Um, if if I hadn't been uh, limited to current roster, um, it it would have been a perfect time for me to bring in our special guest star, Hugh Consimi. Hey, hey. Jesus. So, so uh, um, just hanging out, Hugh. How's it going, Hugh? Apparently, we can't hear him either. So, uh, I, I I was too busy playing Chainsaw Charlie today, so I I didn't actually get to bring a special guest. So, we'll check I guess in. my chainsaw technically would be the special guest. Well, we'll check back in with Hugh later. See you later, Hugh. Hugh. Hugh can't see me. Um, you actually bought a John Cena doll. I've had one for a Action while. Action figure. Sorry. I've had it for a while. It was from Five Below. <laughs> well, at least it's under $5, so. Yes. And it came with a little U- U- U.S. Championship belt on his. Which is pretty cool. That's probably worth the $5. <laughs> I've also got the, I mean, it's from the same set that had the Macho Man. Uh, that I used, and I've got a Sting and a Finn Balor from that set, too. So, Anyways. Okay. Well, I think that brings us to the end of JLB's challenges. Yeah, so, we yep. have two really simple ones. We're, we're 40 minutes in with half of it being talking about Sonny's porn stuff. You better have a more complex one, bud. Well, I... I don't know if more complex is the better word or the right word for this, but oh, no. it is at least something a little bit more um harder to book. More longer term. Let's use that phrase for it. Then uh, 25 want, years? Because, uh, because, because for because for <laughs> you, we just had to skip 20 years and then book what happened then. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, this is this is uh, here's the deal. On AEW, they 100% confirmed last week that uh, Hangman Page is going to be Omega's next challenger for the belt. It'll likely happen, I would I would say likely, at All Out in, was it two months, a month and a half, in Chicago. Um, if they can keep the build up that long, which they've kept it up for over a year now anyway, so I, I think they can. Um, so I'm going on the assumption because I've said before, and I'll say it again, if anyone beats Kenny Omega for the belt, it's going to be Hangman Page. Uh, this is the star-making turn for that. So I'm going on the assumption that Hangman Page wins that match. I want you guys to book Hangman Page's first post-Omega feud for the belt. He is now the whole belt holder, the title holder. You go. Who does Hangman Page feud with post Omega? Now again, <coughs> it's gonna I'm be assume- some shit Orange Cassidy crap. I can feel it. Well, in the end, um, the one thing you have to—I'm sure they're going to give Kenny Omega a rematch. So double, or, right. so all out's going to come. There's going to be the match. Hangman Page is going to win. Then we're going to have at least a few months of, you know, Kenny Omega wanting a rematch and then getting his rematch. Um, and so we're right. talking end of the year, maybe even early next year for the actual feud to happen. 
So this right. does open up options for um, new signees, if you want to. But who would you book as the next challenger, as the first major challenger for the AEW Championship held by Hangman Page? Well, so the problem with Hangman Page is I feel like I don't remember any, really any of his feuds aside from the Kenny Omega one, really, that was relatively big. He hasn't really done much, I feel. He's just kind of had matches, but he's never had storylines. So am I, I mean, correct with that, really? I don't think so. Chris I mean, Jericho for the title. Yeah. In, in fairness, his storyline over the last year... Is that he hasn't is, been confident and whatever. Yeah. Is that his confidence has been broken, and he's been trying to build himself up again to challenging Kenny Omega for the belt. And so, yeah, he hasn't had feuds in the meantime because the storyline has been continuing in the background. Right. Okay. So, approximately about eight months down the line then, um, I think maybe this is where... I don't want to bring anyone new in because I feel like I wouldn't know who necessarily to bring. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with MJF. I think this is the time where it's going to be more than enough time for um, the, uh, not the inner circle, but uh, what are they called? MJF's group? The pinnacle. The pinnacle, that's it. So the pinnacle to kind of disband. And uh, I feel like MJF and Sammy are going to have a thing. Jericho's going to get out of the picture. And Sammy and MJF are going to have a thing. And after all this is over, I feel like MJF is going to be somewhat reigning supreme. Uh, but both... Um, both stables are going to... No, well, MJF stable might still be around, but I feel like this is going to be kind of his time to shine. Um, just because, yeah, we, it's going to be good promo time. Uh, Hangman and Jericho were fun. Jericho knew how to sell the hell out of that uh, whole buildup, obviously, with his great promo skills. And uh, they're both great in the ring. So I feel like that might be a fun match. Um, between MJF and Hangman. So you kind of just legit after Kenny loses for the second time, hang uh, MJF comes with his pin uh, comes with his pinnacle and surround the ring. MJF goes in and does his little cocky smirk and points at that title and basically does his whole spiel. His little monologue, listen, you had no confidence for the last year while I have been confidently building up this group that I have called the pinnacle. Why should you be, you may have beaten the best, but you also haven't seen the best at its best. And that is me and I'm better than you and you know it and yada, 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 yada. He'll definitely have some. Oh God, I hope lines. he says yada, yada, yada. <laughs> right? Great. 
And yeah, and I think that would be a, I think that would be a fun build, and I think it's enough time. It's enough time to kind of give MJF his uh, little singles push to the world title picture. Um, it's kind of weird, though. I feel like yeah, I I, I, MJF has to be. How long are we going to wait for an MJF title reign? Another two, three years? Like, no, I think it's more than enough time. Uh, he's certainly proved that he can go. He's had several memorable matches. Not all of them were great, but there's definitely been some really decent ones. So I think that might be a fun time. Uh and obviously, Hangman is, of course, still face. Although the Dark Order is face now. Uh, it's their face. They're, they're a face group. Ever since Brody's death, they've been treated okay. as face. Um, yeah. I was originally going to say Christian, but I feel like they'll never bring Christian into a, a title picture shot. Uh, just because... I was trying to think of a way how that was going to manipulate with Christian going against Matt, and then Matt had issues with Hangman. Was it? Did Matt have issues with Hangman? Yeah, no, I think a, a few. Uh, oh, right, with the whole uh, signing the the paper to be part of his crew and all that. So I was trying to I was trying to build a story with that, but ultimately I don't think they'll ever put Christian in a title shot picture, at least not for a while. Um, I feel like they'll get a whole lot of schlock for that, but I think to promote your new generation, MJF versus Hangman Page is your ultimate go-to, and I see them going through shit ton of battles, and you're going to have the Pinnacle versus Dark Order. That's going to be nuts, and uh, that should be a good time. So uh, that's what I would go with. I think that's a third feud. Yeah, I I personally wouldn't do MJF as the first feud. <clears throat> first yeah because i guess well me it's gonna last a while though is the thing right well me personally the first post omega feud has to be something that also continues to elevate hangman right and that's why it's tough to put mjf in that because in the end you're you're elevating one and potentially harming the other potentially not necessarily but potentially um and that's why I I would probably put his first feud, me personally, with someone like Pac. Uh, someone who can pull out some banger matches. Or Pac. <clears throat> but that would be fun, at though. The, at the same point, is established enough that can afford to lose the feud without something major. But let's see what D.A. Vincent K. Fabe has to say about it. Well, I wasn't going to yeah. go with Pac. Good. I so steal your I'm not going to fuck that over. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that there's a particular wrestler in a great feud right now, or a developing feud that's been developing for about six months, um, who's, who should be coming to the end of that feud about the time that that happens. And so um, I think, uh, I think uh, Miro's dominance over Kip Sabian 
should be showing up there. And then that would show us um, a powerhouse versus Hangman, where his athleticism is the reason he wins instead of, um, you know, instead of grit. Because at the end of the day, the way he wins over over Kenny Omega has got to be grit. It's just got to be sheer heart, um, which is going to make us love him that much more. It, it's um, did I did I freeze on your end too, guys? No, you're still moving for us. Okay, so, um, but uh, I'm gonna see if I can get this to come back. Anyway, um, I think that uh, Miro's the right move here, uh, and the reason I think Miro's the right move is is he's a he's a pure powerhouse. Um, he's right now recognized as the strongest powerhouse. Doesn't mean he actually is the strongest powerhouse. It might be Brian Cage. It could be. Um, any number of people, but he's the one with a title on. And, uh, so he can, he can have his feud with Kip Sabian. He can lose the title to Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian can then lose the title to somebody else or Miro can lose the title. Um, but get a number one contenders, uh, spot from say the, the battle Royal or something. But I think, I think at this juncture, AEW needs to build feuds out of those, out of those. Um, and so hold on one second. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having tech issues. See if I can bring this back, bring it back. Y'all bring it back. Y'all here we go. There it is. All right. So, um, that's what I, that's what I, I would like to see happen is, um, you know, number one, let's make, let's make these randomly one title shots like jungle boy, like Brian cage against Moxley, that, that, uh, that ladder match, uh, that ladder match battle Royal or whatever. Let's make it mean something. Let's let's have these be long-term feuds instead of just little short stints between actual feuds. Um, and I think Miro's, Miro's a good play there to do that with, especially after he just lost the TNT title to Kip Sabian. Um, I think that's a really... And, and Kip Sabian can take it off of him in a, in a schmoz because they're both heels. And I don't think Kip Sabian comes back as a face. I think Kip Sabian comes back as still Kip Sabian. <laughs> And so him and Penelope Ford, you can have a heel versus heel. We've talked about this numerous times in the past, Marks, that that we like the idea of heel versus heel. Bad guys don't have to be friends with bad guys. Good guys don't have to be friends with good guys. They just have to be nice to good guys. And bad guys don't have to be friends with bad guys. They just have to be bad guys. And so um, I think that you can do that and still have Miro be a heel and get his title shot and build towards that. You can have him come out with the the big chip and hit, you know, hit uh, uh, Hangman with it. Hangman can have a couple other matches, tag matches and, and whatnot um, that are non-title matches uh, before they're built. Um, I also think Miro's a good one to, to do a short-lived um, take the title off of him and make Hangman the first two-time champion. Um, I, I, I'm really a big fan of the title moving more than it does with AEW, um, even with longer term feuds. So, um, yeah, I, I think Miro and, and I think it kind of, kind of buries WWE at the same time as he was a huge star there. 
Yeah, I I think kind of like you said. I think uh, MJF is a third at best feud for Hangman. Maybe. I think that's where you wanted to move back and forth. Actually, if I if I'm honest, uh, but yeah, but for me, like that's what I mean. That's gonna last you the whole year, almost. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I want I want multiple title exchanges with those two. Yeah, um, I don't, and I don't and really right. want it with Miro. That that's why. That's why I don't think he can be the first feud. Uh, because I think the first feud has to be about establishing Hangman as the champion. Right? I think you beating Kenny already does that. Because you're going to face him again, then he's going to beat Kenny. And then, quite frankly, uh, you know, then what? You make him face John Moxley? Like, you can't. Uh, I don't, well, you can I'm going to say it this way uh, you, to use a football reference. There were lots of teams that beat the Patriots during the regular season, uh, but the Patriots still won the Super Bowl and still have the dynasty out of it. And that's what it comes down to is, you know, you can be a champion and, and have found a way to beat one guy. Establishing yourself as a champion is about beating multiple guys. And so, I mean, a short list of people that I think uh, Hangman Page should beat before um, he faces off with a feud and potentially loses to an MJF. We're talking like Brian Cage, so have it be power kind of similar to what, uh, uh, with Miro, what DFA was saying. I think um, having... I think Darby. Having, Darby wouldn't be bad. Um, Darby is heart versus heart, and that's that's a really fun, um, like an Iron Man match, maybe, mm, um, nice. something like that. And, and you it, could make it, you could make it the longest Iron Man match of all time. You could have it be over two hours. Uh, Those sorry. two have the energy to do it. Someone like um, um, fucking uh, Eddie Kingston would be a good short feud. Eddie mm. Kingston, the constant underdog, the constant, you know professional never really got a shake coming after it uh, another a big guy uh, jake hager with a with a heel turn because currently the inner circle are basically faces but having him go after the belt uh wouldn't be bad for a short-term feud um, and jungle boy ju- jungle boy I, jungle I boy know. has to win it though no, yeah, Jungle Boy yeah. is a face versus face. Face versus he's the, face. He's the, can... long, he's the longer-term version of Hangman Page. He's three years out from being the mm-hmm. next Hangman Page. He's yeah. three years and about 30 pounds of muscle out. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Lance Archer, a big powerhouse Lance Archer come in, yeah. uh, have have a short feud with, with Hangman yeah. Page where he loses. That might be kind of good, actually. Um, yeah. uh, someone like um, Wardlow. Who's already a big powerhouse heel? He's going to be a big star in the future. Having him with a big uh, short feud with with him would be would be something good. And well, then right right now, uh, two of the biggest heels on the AEW roster uh, right now. One of them's feuding with Darby is Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Right, Scorpio yeah. Sky. As a, as a shot at it, I don't think you put Ethan Page in it because I think we have we still have to establish Ethan, Ethan Page with AEW fans a little bit more. But Scorpio Sky is very well established, and and to have you know the the plucky babyface champion be able to eke out a win over heel Scorpio Sky would be a good. Well, good and game. Scorpio Sky's already been built from the from the Jericho mm-hmm. feud. That was great. Mm-hmm. My God, that was a great feud. So um, so. I think I, I, there's I think there's something else you're missing is that 
that when you said not Christian, Christian's literal gimmick is outwork everyone. Yeah. I so was have on. Hangman outwork him. Yeah. I was going um, to get to that. I, I 100% think Christian is going to have not just one, but multiple matches for the the championship. But he's not going to win them because his role, He, I think he understands his role in AEW is about building new stars. Right. That's yeah, why but they then you can't. That's but that's why, why I'm saying also with his thing, outwork everyone. You, then it, that's going to just be ruined as well. You know, not, uh, not really. Not if it's for the title. Yeah, Especially I outworked everybody you... to get to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, that's fair. And then okay. here's the outwork everybody does not mean I win all my matches, right? right. There's that's boring, right? Right. Um, and so he's still gonna lose. The whole point of outwork everyone is to put in the work, and you may lose, but you get up the next day and you go back at do it. Do it again. You got you grit. Do it again. You got grit. And so that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna work up. But but that's why the baby face matches: Hangman Page versus Jungle Boy, Hangman Page versus Christian Cage, uh, Hangman Page versus Darby. Darby. They all have the option of ending with the the show of respect, the handshake, the hug, the raising the guy's really? hand. You know, at Hangman Page versus John Silver randomly gets a title shot in, yeah. in a match. Well, and, and, turns, and, a and he turns around and says, built "says Oh my god, I, I'm so happy that I get to face one of my friends." Mm-hmm. And and at the end, it doesn't have to end in the schmoz loss of friendship that it always ends in in WWE. It can just end in, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for giving me that title shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the deal. In fact, a lot of the Dark Order, that can be the thing is with the Dark Order playing such a pivotal role in Hangman getting this shot, Hangman can reward them with shots at the belt. Say, you're you're some of my best friend. You've been with me at the end. Mm -hmm. I want to give you a shot at this belt. Just so you know, I'm not going to hold back. Right, because uh, I'm the champion. I'm going to defend this with every ounce of my being, but I want you to have a shot. And John Silver takes a shot, and and Ivuno, um, Colt Cabana takes a shot. Colt Cabana takes a shot. You could have those mini feuds there with that. That yeah, and I think those are really in. good small feuds. They aren't. Yeah. They aren't feuds. They're yeah. they're, they're dark order members come out and we're gonna root for this guy. We're gonna root for this guy. Mm-hmm. They when somebody gets thrown out of the ring, they help him up. Hey, are you okay? Like yeah. lumberjack, nice. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. never been done before. And, How cool would then, that be? And then at the end, they end with the loser holding up. Hangman Page's arm and pointing to him, saying he's still the champ, you know. And they hug and they go off. They drink some brewskis together and they go off um, into the sunset. Holy shit! What sportsmanship? No. (laughs) Like they would really throw a wrench in professional wrestling by having a little bit of sportsmanship for a short while. You don't have to have it all the time. Hangman can be can can give somebody a nut shot if he needs to or whatever in a, in a different match. Just not one of his own teammates. Right. I'm sorry. Did I say nut shot? I meant buck shot. Right. You definitely said nut shot. Yeah. That <laughs> so nut shot. You're just hung up on, 
on Sable. You, uh, Sunny. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is one. If Rena Marrow had one, I would not. Mm-mm. No, 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 three bobs. Nope. There's, Sable there's a murderer that's married to her, and I do not want to be a part of that. Speaking of which, have you seen the pictures that have come out of of uh, Rena Lesnar? I guess I should yeah, say of of Brock Lesnar holding a big out, piece of meat. Yeah, helping out at a butcher shop. Uh, uh-huh. He, I mean, he still looks like Brock Lesnar. I saw some ad line that was like, "Brock Lesnar is unrecognizable." Like, no, he still look, fucking looks like Brock Lesnar. He's like, yeah, that's it. Four hundred pounds of beef, you know. But <laughs> uh, but he's got he's got his hair uh, and long in a ponytail at the back. Oh, really? Um, and, I mean, he's yeah, like I said, he's still fucking. Brock Lesnar, you know, I, I, you can tell he's not skipping arm day. Um, <laughs> right. uh, and he's literally manhandling that beat. Uh, but, but he's it, it turning me on again. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look like Brock Lesnar in the fact that we're so used to Brock Lesnar with the, with the high top, you know, flat top cut and, and, yeah, and all of that. And, yeah, I uh, yeah, but, but yeah, please don't ever. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Rena Lesnar is uh, is doing born. I'm not watching Brock because I don't want you to kill me. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Must have Mm-mm. temporarily lost JLB for a second there. There he is. He's back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. JLB is back. Uh, what I was gonna do actually is I was gonna I was gonna share my screen so we can just show the people. Uh, yeah, put him uh, up. Put him up. Put him up. He's got. Did a I share the screen yet? Too. Is my screen shared or not? I'm on a different no, screen now. You got no, Not showing a screen for me. And the one who would have the control over that would be, you know. Is it showing a screen yet? Smarks. I don't know. Uh, if, Mar- if Smarks would put you in front and center, that would work. Oh, no. Okay, never mind. It's a whole fucking Chrome issue. Never mind, but Smarks can do it. If my computer weren't shitty, I would. <laughs> like, literally, if I switch to a different tab, my computer goes all fucking nuts. Wonky. So. Wonky. We're going to use, we're using non profanity fuckstick. <laughs> if I told you one fucking time, I told you a thousand fucking times. Don't fucking cuss on my fucking show. Hour. <laughs> Hour, you dick. Anyway. So, that that was probably... That felt like the fastest hour we've ever done. It were pretty fast. It was really enjoyable. Like, that was, that was an, an, an enjoyable set. The Bearded Butchers. Yes, sir. Eight. Anyway, yeah, that the was Brock a pretty says, fast hour. The Brock says, the Brock says, eat beef. That was a pretty fast round of that, so we will move on to our game that we play every week on this show. Freaking time. Of Honor, <laughs> AEW, or Impact. This is the game where uh, we start off with me challenging them, and then they return the favor to uh, where would they put one of the, each of these three current WWE wrestlers. And we sometimes flip it up and use Impact or whatever, but I'm going to actually stick with WWE. This Holy week. crap. 
Um, and the reason I am is because recently, uh, we we may have mentioned it earlier, there were some NXT call-ups that happened <laughs> very suddenly. Um, so suddenly that their NXT feuds weren't able to be finished. Um, Looking at even, you, Mandy Rose. Uh, e- even even more suddenly that uh, one of them had just re-debuted after an injury and uh, showed up to start a feud with uh, Candice Ray, and then uh, they pull her up to the main roster. So the challenge is the NXT call-ups, Tony Storm, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart. Where would you put those? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Hey. Um, so Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, Shotzi and Tony Storm. Okay. Um, so I would love me some. I would love me some Tegan Knox and A Dubs. I think that would be fun. Um, I'm also trying to remember certain matches between each woman. Okay, so Tegan Knox, AE Dubs, uh, Sh- uh, Shotzi Blackheart would go to would go to Impact, and who's the other one again? Why do Tony I Storm. Tony Storm. Oh, but that sucks, though. Poor Tony Storm. Tony Storm does not deserve that. Well, the tough thing with Tony Storm is if you didn't watch NXT UK, which fucking nobody does. Right. Um, or the the May Young, May Young Classics. Uh, <laughs> you really don't have a lot to go up with. Or Tony you Storm. did, and it was so ages ago that you kind of forgot about them. Or True. is that just a me thing? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of why I always was forgetting Tony Storm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Tony. You're going to ROH because uh, you're not going to be beneficial to any other. Well, I mean, the f- she has a strong fan base, though. No, we're she just does. kind of being hard on her. We who? Yeah, we who? This is, you, what you got a frog in your pocket? Um, <laughs> you have no regard for the fact that I ain't fucking giving your answers. <laughs> Get it? No regard. Get it? Mm-hmm. There uh, you go. Well, I got uh, no regard, and uh, but I do got some regard, so you can go now. All right. So um, Tony Storm's going to AEW. Um, <laughs> Tony Storm would light up that division and would change the name of the game. Um, I, yeah, uh, Tony Storm is a game changer in any division. There's a reason uh, AEW or WWE brought her up. She could be uh, in a title run very quickly in WWE if they do things correctly with her. Um, so I, she's going to AEW and, and probably pretty quickly in a feud with Britt Baker or somebody for the title. Um, Nyla Rose, take your pick. Um, Shotzi Blackheart to impact. Um, and it's, it's the high flyer. It's the, it's the, it's a little bit, the character work, 
Um, but it's mostly the, the, just the overall high flyer and, and she put on great matches with the, the impact group. Um, and Tegan Knox is going to be battling with Chelsea green and the other women of honor. Is that what the division's called? It, Ring yeah, of it honor? was called. I think they're just changing it. I think the whole thing with it now is they're changing it to the ring of honor women's division. Ring of, okay. Um, and, uh, that division is getting really stacked really fucking fast. The primary reason I put Tegan on, cause I am a huge Tegan mark and I mean a huge Tegan mark. Um, this is probably one of the, one of the, uh, one of the few wrestlers that I, I probably turned smarks on to more than he turned on to me. I don't you talk of, about turning me on right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, Sunny. Um, anyway, um, but I, I do think Tegan needs a a less strenuous travel schedule uh, because of her in past injuries, and this is not dogging on her. But once you've blown an ACL, um, it, it can get dangerous pretty quick. And she's blown them three times. So she's blown one twice and one once. So it, it is not hard for her to her to cause some serious long-term damage to her knees. And, and I just don't want to see that happen. And so um, ROH, the lack of a travel schedule, I think, is, is healthier for her. She can um, still get injured. I didn't say she couldn't. Okay. I said it reduces the risk of it. She's not getting cool. injured while going to a certain place. She's getting injured in the ring. The the wear and tear on your body from travel. That's fair. No, that's a valid point. I, I understand okay. that. But I'm just saying, nine times out of ten, it's sure the, the traveling has uh, a lot to do with it. Um, but at the end of the day, any kind of bad fall, bad bump here and there, boom, you know. But I, well, I the other two are better fits than the other two pr- promotions. Oh. And if it was if it was different wrestlers, then there's a very good chance I put Tegan Knox somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But Tony Storm belongs in AEW. Like she's that big, she would pop that division huge. She would be a bigger star than Britt Baker is. Ooh, Mark okay. my words. Is she a good talker? Yeah, she can cut a good promo. Okay. She's got an accent, so that helps. But mm. so does Tegan. So does Shasi, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good on any of those. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't think it's an insult to Tegan to put her in ROH because of how that division's being built. Um, right. Today, Chelsea Green announced she's going to ROH. Um, mm-hmm. The other day, she announced on a podcast that she was going to be watching ROH. Today, she announced she's joining ROH. So, um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of sad that I don't get to watch that division as much because it's so difficult to watch. But I'm surprised they don't have a YouTube thing. I'm sure they do. I'm yeah, sure they, they get it. They have a YouTube up. channel, but they just don't post any of the. Full shows on YouTube. Yeah, I don't think they have a live stream on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, they, that women's they, division could start drawing people over for fans. Like, that's how, how big Chelsea Green is. So, 
Well, Chelsea Green is a big get, though. That for sure is certainly going to help. And having uh, Teague in there as well, that's going to be fire for, for but our that, But that was so, fake. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ring of Honor wants you to sign up for their Honor Club at 10 bucks a month to uh, stream their episodes if you don't have them on your regular TV. So. Oh, that's kind of not that bad. Ten bucks. No, you also get their entire historical video on demand and all of their. So you can get Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli. I'm sure you could get that. Yes. For Mm -hmm. the Ring of Honor Championship, perhaps you could get Tyler Black versus Brian Danielson. You know we're not sponsored, right? Let's look and find that. Hey, if if Honor Club wants to sponsor (laughs) us. We will turn this into a Ring of Honor <laughs> live stream. Podcast. If, yeah. If they, oh, Jesus. Yeah. All Ring of Honor, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Coming I, I to am, you live from Turks and Caicos. I am not afraid to shill for <laughs> Ring of Honor. That's fine by me. Right? But yeah. no, 10, 10 bucks a month isn't a lot. I mean, that's effectively what you were paying for the WWE Network. Now, yes, mm-hmm. WWE Network got you more content because it was... All of the WWE, all of the WCW, all of the ECW stuff. Um, I felt like I knew like that Abdullah the Butcher there. Captain. Oh, Computer, no. take me to the next room. Now, see, see, you look more like Abdullah the Butcher who bladed himself so much. <laughs> fucking forehead looked like a... You don't think I'm Worf? I don't get to be Worf? No. No. Abdullah Butcher's forehead is so fucked. You're right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so who wants to go next? Challenge back. I'll go next. Okay. Hey. Um. Okay. So we are going to do WWE Female Legends. Okay. And these are your picks. Trish Stratus, yeah, okay. Trish Stratus, was she a WWE legend? No, I'm not talking about Trish. Okay, yeah, Trish Stratus. Uh, we'll go with Trish Stratus, Alita, and the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. To I guess I'll go first. DNA and AE Dubs. Okay, Fame's gonna go oh. first. Um, obviously, all in their prime. Yeah. Um, God, I'm. If I don't catch flack for this, our listeners don't try hard enough. Now, there's um, no right answers for this, so we're gonna um, fucking get lit but up. No matter what. Beth Phoenix well, in her I mean, prime is the best of those wrestlers. And so Beth Phoenix is going to AEW. Um, I think Lita could win the X Division title. And I think Impact is probably the most willing willing to do um, mixed bouts. So I think Lita could go there. And that means Trish Stratus to ROH and... um, 
I may catch flack from JLB for that. I think Sparks might actually agree with everything I said, but uh, JLB might give me no. flack for putting Trish to ROH. I mean, I wasn't really a huge Lita fan though, so I yeah, I, I'd probably the- shit on your shit on your old chest on that one. Mm. God, you're turning me on. <laughs> so, so, so here's where uh, I say the phrase that doesn't get said very often on this, but I agree with Da Fabe. Um, I'm gonna get absolutely lit up for this. I guarantee you. But, but he, he... Trish Stratus is 100% a women division legend 100% deserves to be in the hall of fame um, but you're sending 100% a diva she's 100% a diva she would get eight alive by 90% of the women's wrestlers even on the wwe roster today let yeah. alone the ones on the ring of honor roster the ones on the the impact roster the ones on the AEW roster right the Stratus um, faction was a step up, uh, step up bulldog. Yeah, like it just—I don't know. Yeah, it's it was effectively a tilt a whirl bulldog, not even a full tilt a whirl. Um, yeah, three sixty bulldog, where she would just step up and push off from the middle turnbuckle, turnbuckle, and yeah, bulldog them. Um, Wasn't Mickey James thing a splash though? You can't really. A, a lot of them in that era. Yeah, 100% in that era, a lot of them would not have a hard time standing against uh, modern wrestlers. And Lita, I'm not even going to uh, uh, rule out Lita on this. Lita, from the grand scheme of things... Today would not... She today would, hold a candle. Would, would, ha- would really, really struggle. The only thing Lita brought that Trish Stratus didn't bring was uh, the desire to attempt high-risk moves um, and sometimes fail them miserably. Um, mm. But she Here, not here's the afraid thing. of it. The, the, the Lita piece. Lita's finisher, Charlotte does on the regular just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, not to the ring, to the floor. Charlotte does it. Yeah. Yep. She does a moonsault just do a to moonsault. the floor. Yeah. Just for the fuck of it. Just, uh, I'm going to do a moonsault. And nobody's going to fucking catch me, so I could die. Yeah. And so the the only way I might differ from D.A. Fabe in this. So 100% Beth Phoenix in her prime would be the one to go to AEW. Uh, because in her prime, Beth Phoenix was the most rounded of all the of those three wrestlers. Period, the most capable, the the most everything, and so she would fit in the best with the AEW roster. She would fit in the best with any of the rosters. Yeah. The only yeah. way I'm going to differ, um, and I, th- I was really going to mess you guys up. I was going to say Stacy Keebler, uh, Stacy Keebler, uh. Tristratus, uh, who the fuck was that other one? Tori Wilson. No, because Tori Wilson could kind of. There was another one. She not could kind of like she could kind of like Trish could. 
Okay. No, Trisha's better though. So the only way I would differ is I think I'd put Trish in Impact and Lita in Ring of Honor uh, for this reason and this reason alone. I trust the Impact women's roster better with not killing Trish Stratus. A legend. <laughs> uh, where, whereas uh, the Ring of Honor uh, women's roster, um, they're, they're fucking hardcore. Uh they don't fuck around. Mm. Um, and, That's legit. <laughs> and uh, I, th- I th- think it might kill Trish Stratus. Whereas Lita <laughs> still might die, but she might die anytime she gets into the ring anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure some of us, but all of us, remember at least one Lita Salt that... Uh, she did not rotate quite far enough. Um, <laughs> well, and she also did. She she interfered in the second TLC match. Mm-hmm. She also did the Lita Canrana, um, yep. where yeah. there were times where she did not rotate enough on that either. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. All, all of those there, but I. Yeah, like I said, I'm gonna get lit up for for talking smack about Queen Trish, but in reality, um, if I'm gonna get lit up, I might as well go all the way, right? I'll, I might as well go all the way on this getting lit up. But in terms of in ring capabilities, Lita in uh, not Lita Trish Stratus in her prime would have had a hard time keeping up with the Bella Twins in their prime. Ouch. <laughs> um, Bella Twins weren't ouch, that and bad, I can't though. deny that. Yeah. That's the, but, the, Bella Twins, the Bella Twins are the epitome of everything that was wrong with the Divas era in lots of ways. They were so much about looks. They were so much about uh, about sex appeal and all of that stuff. But in the end... Their matches were not unwatchable, you know. You could watch them, and they would pull up, put on entertaining matches. Clinics. Um, they put on clinics. Compared to the wrestlers nowadays, yes, they were they were all uh, a disappointment. But at the time, they did elevate the women's division. Right. And uh, and Le- and Lita and Trish at the time elevated the women's division at the time. And there would not be a modern WWE women's division if it hadn't been for what Lita and Trish did in yeah, that time. Yeah, there really wouldn't. There wouldn't be. So I'm not trying to, to dog them or whatever. But they came, they came from a time when a woman's match on WWE was a jello match in brawn panties, you know? Or or a wedding gown match where the whole goal was to tear well, off the wedding gown. Not entirely, because there's one thing that helped put them over, and that is the likes of people like Ivory who would hold their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, um, but that's my point. Um, Molly, they they came along and they helped change the division away from the brawn yeah. pannings matches, the wedding yes. dress matches, and all that stuff, into matches that were actually putting on wrestling matches. They also but, opened the door that Ivory and, and Molly could not open. Uh-huh. 
and that is the television door, the televised door. Yeah. Um, Vince Vince needed people who had that level of charisma, and those two had yeah. stupid charisma. And so they came after that era. They the people that they had to wrestle, especially early on, the women they had to wrestle were not of the caliber of modern wrestlers. They didn't have a performance center that they could go and train at. Um, in fact, at the time, uh, before, uh, before 2001, the only televised wrestling company that had their own training center was WCW with the power plant. Uh, WWE did not have a training center. Warrior University! Mm -hmm. So where would they train technically? Where would the wrestlers train technically? They they did their training Gold's in their gym. own gyms, Gold's Gyms, Warrior University. Uh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of wrestlers had you know still had wherever they were trained originally. They would go back in that. So if you were trained by Killer Kowalski, you would take time out of your traveling to swing back to Killer Kowalski's gym to refresh stuff. Um, That's wild. But okay. but WWE at the time, the idea of having a developmental place a place that you trained your uh, next generation wasn't something they thought about they got all of their next generation superstars from the, the indie circuit right um and so the the performance institute is 100 percent wcw power plant 2.0 it was yeah, in fact it took them even longer than that because they bought or they partnered with ovw for a very long time before yeah. they partnered with FCW and then bought FCW. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the concept of, hey, let's have our own training facility was something that WCW did. WWE bought them, closed the power plant, but percolated in their minds for a while. You know, that wasn't a bad idea. And it wasn't. A lot of the next generation stars in WCW came out of the power plant. Um, Guys it, like Glacier. Well, Glacier did, but Goldberg came out of the power plant. Um, you know, and so so that's the sort of thing there that they they did not have that pre Trishan Lita, pre NXT days. Um, so the the talents that Trish and Lita were wrestling against, especially early days, were not near the level of the talent that WWE has nowadays. Um Beth Phoenix came along a little bit later when the talent level had already risen up. And so for her to rise to the top, she had to be able to compete against more talented wrestlers just to start with. Um, and then, like I say, you know, we, we give the Bella Twins a lot of crap um, for being all show and no talent. But they actually no, but they do the have world. talent. They weren't. Yeah. I'm saying we as a as a internet wrestling. That's community, it. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them no, I get crap. that. But they, but uh, I'm I'm telling you, in their prime, back, they were pretty badass, man. Yeah. Like we remember them when to, they came back. Yeah, I pre, think is the thing. Pre women's revolution, pre 2015. Watch watch a Bella Twins match, and you will find yourself not saying this is horrible. You'll find yourself saying <laughs> this this isn't my favorite match of all time, but it's not bad. Um, you watch, you go back and watch, uh, Trish Stratus match from 2002 and you might find yourself saying this match was bad. Um, 
So, um, now, again, do the Bella Twins hold a candle to the wrestlers that we have today? No, not at all. Right. Bella Twins aren't good enough to lace up Sasha Banks' boots, right? Right. Um, but at the time, they were not as bad as we like to give them crap for. Now, Eva Marie was bad. Eva Marie was the epitome of all looks but no skill. And might still be. Still that. Because, you know, we haven't seen her really do anything yet. Right. Um, even though in her words, she's like 3-0. and Um. Do so you think Dewdrop is going to be doing one. something with um, Al- uh, Alyssa? Uh, Alexa? Alexa? They teased it a bit there. I don't know if they're going to necessarily do that or if that was just one of their ways of building up the eventual. How the fuck did Nikki Cross win that match? Uh, with a roll. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Okay. Fair enough. Thank powerful you. move in all of sports entertainment. Yep. Uh, anyway, but so no shame I, in getting beaten with a rolled up, no shame. Yeah, I uh, I one hundred percent think I I'm not sure if they're gonna do anything with Dewdrop and Alexa directly. Um, I think that was probably more just them put planting the seeds of Dewdrop being unhappy with uh the way. Amy Even Marie treats her. Treats her. This is the way. <laughs> That's two different shows. Yes, that's very weird. Somewhere like, out there, there's Star a nerd Trek. that just had an aneurysm. Spazzed. He's on the ground now. <laughs> Not right. No. This is the way. <laughs> Uh, some nerds freaking out right now. All right, my challenge. I'm gonna go dark for this. No, you're not. AEW dark. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, had, I had to go dark. You might also go mute then. I'm kidding. Oh, oh. that's mean. Yeah, that's go, hilarious. Go Do it. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I too am going to challenge um, for women. There has been a uh, a consistent thread throughout this show that we've mentioned, and so um, I'm just watching my mute to see if I get muted. Um, we're gonna use people who've done hardcore porn that are in WWE. <laughs> oh so you get uh, there's only Mickey two, James. no? You get Mickey, Mickey James and hardcore porn. You get Mickey James. I don't know. I've never seen it. You get Mickey James. <laughs> um, but she get... didn't do hardcore porn at all. Mm. I don't think that's a thing. She did Playboy. She, she was a cheerleader. <laughs> I, I mean, I think. I don't know. I've heard stories about it. Anyway, Mickey James. <laughs> um, Sonny. And um, we're gonna do somebody who did amateur stuff instead of uh, instead of uh, instead of uh, uh, China, which is also amateur stuff. There's actually like five or six, just so you know. Um, but we're gonna do uh, a page. So 
separate eras there. So, okay. uh, so, so first up, in the, in their prime, correct? Jesus in their Christ. wrestling prime, not in their porn prime. In their wrestling prime. You made your jump to the porn thing. I was just saying in their prime. I just, you know, because Tammy Lynn's been such a such a big piece to this. This I think Don Marie also did, and she was in WWE at one point. Um, I think I think there's several who've done actual hardcore stuff. So, well, there's okay, a so she only posted the website for this. Who? Uh, Mickey James. She only posed nude. Bullshit. Throw on the flag. Not that I've seen it or anything, but I've seen it. <laughs> it was a fake Mickey James thing. You got fooled. Yeah, you're gonna have to check Pornhub, bud. Anyway, moving no, forward, she's, hashtag she's still not sponsored. <laughs> so uh, I'll go ahead and go first here. <laughs> it, in reality, it's. <clears throat> We're it's using only, the wrestling prime, which means Paige is going to AEW. Yeah, it's a little easier because Paige goes to AEW because of the three options, she was by far the best, like, wrestling in her prime. And that's not not saying that Mickey James wasn't great because she was, but Paige was phenomenal. So Paige to AEW, um, Mickey James in her prime to. Impact, I guess. Uh, back to Impact. By the way, I'm not coming back on screen because I'm so embarrassed that I did that. Oh, I figured. Uh, yeah. Oh, shame. Poor shame. And then um, that puts Sunny in Ring of Honor, where she'll be fucking. Honor. Destroyed. You said honor. <laughs> uh,. Where she'll get fucking destroyed, but you know. That that's all I got. <laughs> JLB's too busy watching a Mickey James porn right no, now. No, it was it was literally just a photo shoot. Though. So that's I will it's... send you links later if you need. <laughs> yeah, I mean whatever. It's, but it's definitely not it's those links not will hurt, not though. be in the doobly doos, just so everybody those... knows. <laughs> Okay, so um, Mickey, Sonny, and who? Paige. 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 I'll switch it up. I'll I'll go with uh, Mickey James to AEW. I uh, Mickey, I think, would still kind of like I don't remember Paige being like a overly phenomenal wrestler, but still being pretty decent. Um, so I think she would still do good in impact, uh, and maybe it might suit her more with her gothic look and whatever, unless they completely change her character. Um, so that would mean Miss Tammy Lynn, Lynn Sitch can go to ROH and she can still keep doing her porno only fans because ROH might not necessarily care all that much. So that's what I'm going to go with. So Mickey A dubs page impact. Sunny in ROH, where it won't be sunny days for the rest of her career. So, so here's where um, I go out of my way to uh, out my pre-married knowledge. Um, uh, there's a website called Nudography.com. 
Uh, and I wasn't even sure it still existed, but it does. And their whole thing is cataloging when when famous people have been nude um, or if those nudes are fakes. Um, and then uh, you can be a member there and view that or all that stuff. So according to nudography.com, uh, Nikki James has been naked in photo shoots. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them were by paparazzi and some of them were like actual photo shoots, but she has never been in a porn video, but there are numerous uh-huh. 25 fake Mickey James porns out there. Killed ya. Oh. So. I feel, you I, feel, fab- I feel violated by myself. Oh, you feel violated. But... <laughs> <laughs> you were violating. You were. <laughs> well, then I think we have to change that up, don't we? I mean. Oh Jesus! This guy wants to keep going with this. Do we do we, do we have to change this the change up for Lisa Marie Varone? Um, I mean, if you really want to, <laughs> I don't think my answers change. Frankly, yeah. did uh, well. Did you... I mean, my page would go for me. Page then would go to AE Dubs then, for sure. And Lisa Marie Verone, who is a dark character, who play I mean, she's been on on Impact before, and plays a really good um, psycho dark person. So she was in Impact, known as Tara, and you guys probably remember her as Victoria in WWE. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember I Victoria that. being pretty badass though. So no, yeah, she was pretty... awesome. She yeah. was awesome, but my answer is still the same. Page to AEW. Whoever is next to, to Impact and Sunny to uh, What if it was China? Never mind. We're not going to keep doing this. Sad that you know, I the, know these. The, the answers are still exactly the same. Uh, page to AEW. China uh, becomes he, Impact World Champion. Because here's the well, and on top of it, no, to use the phrase the youngins use, no cap here. I would have absolutely loved to have seen a in her prime China versus current Jordan Grace. Yeah, no joke. <clears throat> um, and I would like to also point out that I just said, as the youngins say, I'm fucking old. <laughs> you are old, yes. But yes. but you're still younger than Sonny, so that means you could have an OnlyFans page if you wanted. I, I oh, believe you me, my budget has made me think about it once or twice. So. <laughs> Only feet pictures. Oh Jesus! No, if there's one thing that's <laughs> uglier than this mug in on me, it's my feet. <laughs> I had multiple surgeries on a toe when I was a kid, and it's pretty mangled. So. Oof. Golly. Yeah, I, am, I, am, I am gonna go bleach my eyeballs now because I should not have and my mouth for being a potty mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know about nudography. That is actually an interesting kind of at least it keeps track of everybody and what's fake and what's yeah. not. And I'm glad I was able to prove Faye wrong. Yep. Yeah, I uh I I am glad that I was able to share my bachelor knowledge uh, with you. Um, 
Didn't even know it still worked. It's in my favorites yeah. list, but <laughs> uh, no, I just remembered the website because remember, I'm Gen X. We had to remember shit when I was growing up, like That's phone true. numbers. I had to remember multiple phone numbers. Can you remember them now, though? No. Yes, I can still remember Someone. my home phone number. I can still remember my dad's work phone number. My mom's phone number changed multiple times, so I don't remember that anymore. Um, okay. And yeah, I still remember my home phone and some of my friends' home phones, I, all I actually, of which are no longer in use. Yeah, I le- legitimately can't say, like, my home phone number growing up because uh, it literally is like the passcode to my car and shit like that because, <laughs> because it's something that I just know offhand. And so I'm like, yep, yep, put that in. That's my passcode there, so... So if it. you knew me when I was a kid, you can steal my card. That's, hey. I guess, the lesson. <laughs> Good but. lord. I'm so embarrassed that I just did that, but I, I, I felt it was the only way to end this episode. It was wow. the only That was the only way, way, to way. End this episode? <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> May uh. the force be with you. I can't do it. I can't even do it. I'm just my this pinky's like I can't. I can't <laughs> reach. You should do this one. I'm not looking and at. Then the you screen. say nano nano. <laughs> nano nano. <laughs> nano nano. <laughs> nano. Yeah, uh, I can never do it. I can never. No. Hello. This yep. and then this and then with side. Oh, yeah, what's that? I could do no problem. Midwest. Yeah. Midwest. <laughs> Midwest. Yeah. Anyways, um, that is enough for this show. <laughs> I think this show needs to go in the books now. So we to are go going to. <laughs> we are going to close the books on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, and, and burn and it. Maybe burn it. Yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe this one. Maybe this one doesn't get posted as an audio episode. <laughs> it will. Oh. <laughs> um, but we're going to close the books, but I always like to say make sure to like, share, and subscribe. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Subscribing and sharing are the easiest ways to support this podcast. So let your friends know that you like it. Subscribing to it so you get notified. All that stuff. Liking the Facebook page. Liking uh, or following or subscribing on the YouTube page. Liking the video. Giving it that thumbs up. Those things all help us out in great ways. (coughs) Following us on social media is a great way to do that. All of the links are going to be in the doobly-doos. For all of that, you can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. It's over here, right there. You can follow hey. DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. I'm not showing not my face. I'm not showing my face anymore. You know, you know that's they saw it earlier, right? They, yeah, they you know, yeah, earlier. it was available before. They know yeah, what you, you look just like. Rewind. For yeah. shame! Shame! They will and now at you, no problem. And you can follow D, uh, JLB. At 
JLB420, Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. We are still kicking it with some dark side reviews for Dark Side of the Ring. My friend had to take a little break, so apologies for that. But uh, yeah, we're still doing that. Um, and whatever, what do you have to do? We have to wait till September for the new ones. So if you're into Dark Side, uh, and I don't know, you want to hear us talk about what we thought of it, by all means, that Grizzly Smith one is out, uh, and we're going to go watch Dynamite Kid and do that. And uh, anchor.fm slash RTR is, of course, where you can find it all on your various platforms, the Spotify's, the Apple's, the Stitchers, whatever floats your boat, we got it there. And uh, that's it. Back to you, good sir. So, wait, so here's the really cool part about JLB's Dark Side Reviews. Mm. Is if it only took up half the time that you need to listen, like that you're just like, I'm down for two hours, not one hour. Go watch the dark side of the ring, and JLB will take up the rest, and then you can listen to the last half hour of JLBs. Another so time. just just goes to show you how much you don't listen to my episodes anymore because now they're down to like forty five minutes. So pretty much an episode. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So they match Jake. up with dark side. Yeah, yeah. So you might as yeah. well just do them as watch-alongs. <laughs> My friend doesn't watch them live, so not really possible. Just saying. Unfortunately. <laughs> I know. Um, well, maybe if Fabe sure. wanted, wanted to do a watch-along, we can do that. Instead of looking at Mickey James fake porno, you know, he could look at Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know, he probably was doing it. <laughs> That's why he shut his camera off. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> Got the lube out. Make sure Sunny's to check all blue. of the links in the doobly do. Uh, that's going to be our Patreon, our merch store, our sh- our socials, all of that stuff. You can just click that to support our us. Our social, our social, um, all of that stuff. So. Check the doobly doos. It's going to be on the show notes for for the podcast as well. Uh, But that's going to be a great way to support us there. And before we leave, we just need to check in one last time with our special guest, Hugh Consimi. What's going on, Hugh? Did you like DA Fabes thing? Sunny days are ahead. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) nope. He still doesn't want to to join us. So I think you embarrassed Hugh (laughs) Can't see me. Um, but on that he, note, he I don't think I, has done any porn. So uh, I didn't like Sunny, and I didn't like the moon. I hope to God this Raw and Order episode ends soon. Well, it does. We are going to go ahead and close the book. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. <laughs>